0: Welcome to One in the Shiba with Suzy. Uh, oh, it's been a minute. <laughs> Welcome to One in the Shibar with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. Mm. Archie, sit down. It's not time. If you guys haven't noticed, uh, it, we took a week off.
1: <laughs> what just happened? He got sad at me. He was like, no. <laughs>
0: For those of you that are listening to the podcast, when Suzy just told Archie, he literally turned around and just. Buried his head in, in her and was like, "Fine,
1: my bosom." <laughs> okay, good, good boy, go to sleep.
0: But we took a week off last week uh, because one of us had the Rona. I
1: d- I think I did. It was weird. The so one test
0: said you did. So my
1: husband had it, and he was quarantined in the garage and st- sir stayed in the garage for you know days. And then I was like, mm, I feel a little sick, and I was like, I better take a test. Cause what's the likelihood, right? What's the likelihood that he has it and I don't. But we stayed away from him and I took a test and it was negative, but I was like, I still feel a little not confident. So I stayed home just in case, took another test the next day, still negative. And I was like, but I feel worse and it's (laughs) not
0: getting better. There wasn't even a faint line?
1: No, nothing, nothing. Because, you know, I'm not going to risk, you know, the kids and, you know, they're, you know, I was just like, I'm going to be really, really careful. So I wore a mask anyway. I went, I went, um, you know, pick the kids up. I was still wearing a mask. I was like, just in case. And then the third day I was like, "Mm, yeah, now I feel like shit. There's no way. Um, And then I took a test and it came out positive. And then it was just like, boom, it's got knocked out. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was so sick. And I was like, it was like sneezing, coughing. I just felt really tired and weak. And I was stressed starving that's crazy starving so you could taste stuff and smell stuff yeah and all i wanted was to eat it's all i wanted to do it was the craziest things and i was like that doesn't sound that bad no it's fucking awesome actually (laughs) um well i was just like i don't understand i i I probably attribute it to like maybe my body like trying to fight the virus so it needed like calories and fuel and stuff but every five minutes i was like yo well I need a bowl of cereal. (laughs) Yabba, do we have any pizza? (laughs) Yo, will you send me a chicken? He's like, a piece of chicken? I'm like, nope, send me the whole damn chicken. He's like, what the fuck? So I'm just like sitting there listening to the Risa Tisa 50 part fucking TikTok extravaganza and just eating and eating and eating. I usually, when you're sick, at least one of the happy like byproducts is like you lose a couple pounds. I was like, and gain four pounds. But it was fine. I mean, and now, you know, everybody's better and it's, it's fine, but. That's good. Yeah. I I made a video about it and somebody's like, can you not normalize, you know, having COVID? I'm like, I'm not normalizing it. I'm just saying that I have it. And like.
0: Also, it is normal. Right. It's normal. It's,
1: well, it's not. It's not normal in that you shouldn't not take precautions, yes. but it is prevalent. And no yes. matter the precautions you take, I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I, you know, I'm, I wash my hands. I wear masks whenever I feel like I'm in, you know, a super public place or like whatever, but it's like, <sighs> I don't know, you can't do anything right on social media. But anyway, so yeah, I feel much better. Uh, but yeah, you we could not have recorded the podcast. There would have been no way. Yeah, you were
0: like, We couldn't. I was like, No, you should just stay in rest. <laughs> also, I'm not gonna lie, I would like
1: to not have COVID ever yet. Yeah, it so, was I wouldn't want you to have it. I don't. It was not great.
0: I didn't get the flu till I was like thirty-five, so I just would like to keep it that
1: way. I, I never really know if I have the flu. I was like, I feel a little sick, but I don't know that I've ever had the flu.
0: Yeah, I just always assume flu is probably worse than the cold. And like most I usually have is like a fever, some body aches. Yeah. One time I had all that and stomach issues and people were like, oh, that's the flu. And I'm like, uh, this is the flu. No and wonder you get sucks. fucking
1: shots for it because it's terrible.
0: So what else did you do while you were sick? Other than eat and watch the 50 episodes that I couldn't get through because What of else like is there to do? ADHD.
1: There's nothing else to do. I just laid there and I just watched my comfort shows.
0: That's funny. I oh. spent my week like I had covid, but I
1: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, Susie's not available. Let me just shut myself in my room. Uh What did you do? I watched
0: I watched a bunch of stuff. A lot of really good stuff actually, including that one-day show which is like really sad if you guys have seen it. I don't know. I don't want to give any spoilers away. But you should watch it. I, I feel don't like need. You sad, would love man.
1: it, man. No, I don't need you sad. Would love it. No, I just watched re- Mean Girls over and over yep. again, and then I watched that show Ghosts, and then I rewatched. What? Um, <laughs>
0: Both of those aren't the happiest shows. Ghosts, I mean, the TV show? Oh, I was thinking Ghosts. No, the
1: movie. Great movie. Yeah. Um. No. What kind of sad? That show Ghosts.
0: Oh, you're just rewatching the season again.
1: There's like, I think this, the, the third season just started, but yeah, I watched oh, the first okay. and second season over and over again.
0: Have you watched um, Resident Alien? I don't. I feel like you would like that too. I doubt it. It's pretty funny. It has Alan Tudyk in it? I don't know who that is.
1: I don't like new what? things.
0: But uh, other, than that, <laughs> other than that, other than that, I, so that movie that I was helping with like a year ago, the second half just started recording again. So I was like, Busy doing that. Oh,
1: it's like a slasher film, horror film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a
0: slasher horror movie. And this time around, instead of just the editing, he needed a role filled of someone named Taiwan.
1: Oh, you're in it? No, so Wow, big w. Just barely, just
0: barely. I'm in it for like all of maybe like a minute or two minutes. But still, um, that was an interesting experience.
1: Have you ever done film before or like television? No. Oh.
0: No, the last time I acted was when I was... Um, in Beauty and the Beast, and afterwards my mom told me never to do it again. Wow. Even though she never came. But now as an adult she claims that she did. And yes, I was like mm, You've
1: mentioned that. I, I I don't know which to believe. <laughs> believe the version that makes you feel best. That's what I say. If she's gonna if she's gonna go with truth. both and just go with no, just go with whatever. Because at this point doesn't matter. Does it even matter? It doesn't.
0: Yes. Yes. No, but not really. But for the sake of, you know, technicalities. But there was that, and then um, I also made this video about this like girl that went missing, she's 15 from Chino Hills. And then yesterday while I was filming, I was like out all day from like 11, I didn't get home till like 1 a.m. Then I come home, um, people commented that they found her, so then I look oh, online, and the article that I found that was actually written by her school newspaper Yeah, most of the major news didn't care to update. Of
1: course, why would Um, they? Let me guess, if she was blonde, they would have cared. Yeah,
0: they stated that they found her, and then the police at the end thanked the community for, like, spreading awareness, and they said that they, like, played an integral part in bringing her home. You're the community. Yeah, well, kind of, not really. But I then checked my DMs, and then one of her family members had reached out thanking me for the video. Dude, that's
1: awesome. That's fucking
0: great. So, like... Like 20% me and then like 80% of people caring enough to watch, comment, like. You can't
1: quantify your participation. You have no idea. You know what I mean? It could have been that one person that watched that one video that knew enough. Or maybe she saw the video. You know, like you were saying. Like you never know.
0: I didn't want to pry too much, but um, they just stated that someone gave her a ride to San Francisco. She was 400 miles away from home. (gasps)
1: Some, She's 15. Yeah, someone I'm said fun. that they, someone so
0: without permission, gave her a ride. So, like, I don't know if that means that, like, she tried to hitchhike and left, or if, like, what I assume happened was that, like, someone online groomed her, tried to get her to leave, and maybe somewhere, someone along the way was like,
1: Hey, I've seen you. Well, can you ask the family?
0: I didn't want to pry, you
1: know? <gasps> No, but the thing is, is when things like that happen and you are part of a community and you're part of a family, I think it's, it doesn't have to be like in full detail, but I think those things help other families, right? Like I have a 12 year old daughter. I would like to know what happened. Mm. Was it, was it did she self-impose that? Was she like, I'm fucking leaving, I'm moving, I'm running away or did somebody groom her? Is that something that, you know, obviously I'm I'm very aware of that, but like, was it in a way that I might not have suspected? And like, so these things, you know, The more that you talk about it and reach out to people and do that, I think that's, if you, if it happens to you, it's horrible, but the only thing you can really do is then try to prevent it from happening to somebody else.
0: Yeah. I just kept thinking to myself, I was like, it's not a, it's not my privilege to, or any of our privileges to know, unless you want to say it. Sure. I agree. I agree. But if, so I, I wrote- you won't know if you
1: don't ask. I sometimes. wrote
0: to them, I was like, hopefully the video helped if at all. And I was like, maybe that'll just be enough for them to say stuff. And then they just replied with, it really did, thank you. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave yeah. it
1: there. Well, I'm really glad. And it's always refreshing and like reinvigorating because what we do, it can be exhausting. And, and it can be really lonely. depleting. Yeah, yeah, very depleting, super yeah. isolating too.
0: And sometimes you feel like you're just like spinning in a hamster wheel and you're like, am I even making a difference? It was, yeah, What the fuck am I even doing? Yeah, and yeah. like
1: the the 10 days or whatever that I took off, I made like very few videos and I didn't feel obligated to make videos. And I was like, I actually kind of did feel obligated, but I was like, I'm just gonna do what I can. But like, the, I didn't put the pressure on myself. It was just really liberating for that little short while. Cause you know, people, I'm not gonna blame it on people. I'm gonna say like for myself, I feel obligated to do it. I feel like, oh, I haven't talked about this or I haven't talked about that, and I just feel like, I don't know. I put this pressure. Yeah. And so, to whenever you can alleviate that in any way, I think it's it's a it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. So when I made the oh, what <laughs> when I made the update video this morning, I obviously cried at the end because
1: I was like, you cried at something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I started being like, and I'm starting to feel some type of way. And I was like, oh God, the tears are coming.
1: But helping a family find their daughter who has been missing is worthy of crying over. You know what I mean? Like that. I would cry too. The crazy part was was like if you didn't.
0: By the time I made the video, she had already been missing for like two, three days. So I think it was also this like overwhelming feeling like
1: it's too late.
0: Yeah. I almost was like, dang it, I'm making this video because like she still deserves to be brought home. But like, you know, you know what the statistics are after the first 48 hours, it's even like 36 to 48 hours. It is not looking good. You know? I know.
1: You something to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, when she was home, I think there was also like this relief of like, Horse. oh my God. And then like, maybe like a little bit of guilt being like, ah, oh, I can't believe I almost was like, oh my God, it's too late. I probably won't help anyway. You know,
1: you weren't, it's not that like you feel guilty over you were being rational. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know the statistic, if somebody goes missing and they haven't been found within a certain amount of time, every day, every minute that passes, the, it lessens the the chances, With you like know? Like
0: no evidence or anything. Yeah, you know, you're no like, clues, That's no not, nothing, yeah. yeah. And the article stated that she called her dad. Mm-hmm. So they made it seem like she reached out to her dad to be like, hey, I wanna come home. You know, yeah. okay, bye.
1: I think I think he needs to go potty cuz he's crying. I gave him a taste of the outdoors. That's what happened. Yeah. Right
0: before <laughs> we started filming um Archie because he's finally vaccinated, Susie just basically took him for his first walk. on like, his
1: tiny little harness with his teeny skinny little leash. It was <laughs> the cutest thing. And he's he doesn't have like a dog like walk. He just like ding 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 ding. ding, ding. He's just a yeah. little prance. It's the cutest thing in the world. You see when he like books it. It's
0: hilarious. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's growing so fast, he's actually still really tiny though. He is. Walking a dog that size versus walking dogs the other dog's sizes is
0: very different experience. I don't even know what it's going to feel like when I walk them both together I don't eventually. know if you're going to be
1: able to. Well, I
0: mean, like after he gets trained, I don't know what it's going to feel like because the one I'm going to have to like really keep a yeah. tight grip just in case, you know? Because Colt's pretty good on the leash, but every once in a while, he'll get excited and tug at something. Oh yeah, if there's Whereas, a squirrel like, and they yeah. dart out. Psh. Whereas like Archie, he can probably tug
1: all I want and be like, oh
0: shit, there's a dog here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah, Huey and Julie are very reactive. So, which reminds me of the latest video that I made. Did you see that video? of that lady that was um, walking her dog. And then this other lady who like didn't have her dog on a leash, like antagonized her because she was like, ma'am, you know, in California, you have to have your dog on a leash. And the lady whose dog was unleashed, like goes on this like racist tirade about like, you know, why don't you go back to China and like makes fun of her, you know, accent or like whatever, like goes off like on her, just this like racist tirade. All because she was like, hey man, you gotta keep your dog on a leash. When my dogs are walking and an unleashed dog walks up, I am terrified.
0: Oh, I flipped that, I flipped out.
1: I'm terrified because I know my dogs, if they feel antagonized or they feel they threatened, they will react yeah. and they will kill your dog. Yeah. The two of my dogs together against one dog, whatever the dog breed is, for the most part, Unless it's like one of those really crazy oh, yes. European dogs, dog dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dog's gonna get fucked up if not killed. And the the dog that the lady was like letting off the leash was just maybe ten pounds bigger than than Archie. Not a big dog. Yeah, yeah, maybe like a
0: fifteen and twenty pound dog. Yeah, yeah.
1: If your dog came up on my dogs, like, yeah. and they killed your dog.
0: Yeah. It happens at the park that I take my dog. My I don't even let my dogs at the park all the time. Um, that's one. That's the reason why I don't go to dog parks. If you know, if you know, dog parks are so problematic.
1: They're so problematic. They're, They're so dirty bad. and dangerous and yeah. disease. And they and-
0: fuck up your dog's behavior. They have behavioral yeah. issues, right? Um, because there's so many like untrained dogs or honestly untrained owners. Yeah, um, it's not the dog's fault. But um, the the park that I go to would walk Colt, um, there are so many people who walk their dogs unleashed. And if they have good recall, I wouldn't. I would be fine with it. But these dogs, first off, always it's the owners. They're not even paying attention. Yeah. And then their dogs will run up to Colt and then start barking at him. And it's gotten to the point where if that if that even starts to happening, yeah, I will literally grab Colt like as close to me as possible, like basically make him like yeah. heal. And then uh, I will scream and be like, "If your dog gets any closer, I'm going to kick it. I'm going <laughs> to punt it as hard as I can." Yeah, And then uh, like people freak out and I'm like, and then I'll basically say the same thing. Like there's even
1: signs everywhere that says you cannot have your dog off the leash. right? Like it's illegal. It's like, so the lady that was walking, she's like a dog walker. Like she was like doing her job, she was working. And she's like, you need to put your dog on a leash. And the lady was like so mad that somebody, how dare somebody tell her that she's in the wrong? And like for her to like go off on this lady the way that she did and just like antagonize her and shoved her phone in her face and was just like doing all these, you know, awful like annoying things. It's like, I'm already working. I'm responsible for the life of this dog. You're antagonizing me. My dog is now in danger. Your dog is in danger. We're in danger. Like also I've seen like dogs get in fights and like the owners try to intervene and they get bit. And it's just like, it's just an unnecessary preventable thing to happen. You know what I mean? All All for what?
0: For what, because you're too lazy to carry around a point leash. .2 pound leash? Yeah,
1: Put, like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, oh my dog, you know, my dog is well-trained. You don't know in any, no, every circumstance that your dog is well-trained. And I guarantee your dog is not as well-trained as you think it is.
0: No, no, 99% of the people that walk, in fact, the people whose dogs are well-trained, they don't have the entitlement to walk right. off leash. Right.
1: I would in never. In specific
0: areas, maybe, Yeah. like you're on a very like, you know, secluded like hiking path. You know, whatever. Fine. You even know. still, but even then, if like your if your dog doesn't like if your dog doesn't know not to go approach the other dog, and it doesn't have recall, then it's not trained. I'm it's just not trained.
1: I'm just too scared. I'm just too scared. I don't. My dogs together. You know what? It's 150 pounds. They both start pulling at me. I don't know if I'm going to have enough strength to restrain them both at the same time. Also, while preventing a potential dog fight with however many dogs, God fucking knows. Yeah, I don't want to get fucked up. I don't want my dogs to get fucked up. I don't want my fo- dogs to fuck up your dog. I don't want them to fuck you up. Like if my dogs get not fight because and they they're like the aggressive, human, right? Yeah, they're just they're just like get the fuck away from me. Yeah. which I don't mind. I don't blame them. But, like, if you know, Jilly got in a dog fight and bit the owner of a dog, they're gonna put Jilly down. I, no, yeah, absolutely and not. And Jilly didn't even do
0: anything wrong, it's no. just situational. So, right. that's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's so irresponsible, it's so entitled. Yeah, I redline instantly when, the, when that um, just happens. Um, yeah, I, there's not even a hey, could you get your dog? It's instantly if your dog gets any closer, I am going to punt it <laughs> as hard as I can.
1: Kick your dog, I will kick your dog I, I in the dog. Fucking throat. Yeah. But we love dogs, and I would never <laughs> yeah, hurt a dog no. unless I had to. I would never.
0: I wouldn't actually punt the dog unless it started charging at my
1: dog. <laughs> I don't know why, but that reminded me of this video that I saw, where they're like interviewing these moms, and they're like, "Would you kill for your child?" And so many of the moms said no, and I'm like. Heartbeat,
0: <laughs> no question.
1: <laughs> Would I kill for my kid? If my kid was in danger, are you kidding me? Situational, situational. It wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, somebody's you know te- teasing me. I'm not gonna kill somebody for that. But yeah. like,
0: Or like my child's being a piece of
1: shit. Like I'm not right. gonna kill somebody. But that's for that. the thing is like, they were like unequivocally, like, no, I wouldn't kill for my kids. Like if my kid was being attacked by somebody and their life was threatened, without hesitation yeah,
0: maybe not intentionally oh no but like I'm i might w- push them so hard that they crack their head open no no
1: no i need to i need this to i need to end dark. the threat <laughs> i need to dispose of the threat to my You're child are using words that are very scary <laughs> <laughs> It's that fucking dog video. It really <laughs> fucking got me so fucking pissed. Yeah, that and then she's she so like-so lucky it wasn't me. And it happened in West LA and it could have very easily been me. Well, there was like
0: two things, right? Like that whole time you can see her dogs in the background. Yeah. And she's like literally not paying attention None. to them no. at all. And two, um, didn't she have an accent?
1: She's from Ireland. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the craziest part. I I, remember, I watched it like twice because I kept being like, I swear I hear a slight accent. And then I was like, for me. I was like, it's an immigrant having the entitlement to tell another immigrant to go back to their country oh, yeah. for me. Gee, like, that's let crazy. me see.
1: What's the difference between these two immigrants? What is this, the distinguishable difference between the two of them? So are you saying that white European immigrants belong here and they t- can stay, but yeah. non-white immigrants cannot? Like,
0: I'll tell you the real similarity. She looks like the colonizers who right. stole the land from... And we... Not saying that we're similar at all, but we look more akin to the native people of this land. So I don't know. But the worst
1: part is that she's Irish and she says to a woman, Do you speak English? Are you speaking English? I'm like, Do you not know? the history of Ireland to know how incredibly ironic it is that you're telling somebody to speak English as an Irish person. Like if you don't know how thick the irony is that I suggest you pick up a book on the history of your own fucking country. Not to mention, no
0: offense, but like Irish accents are some of the hardest accents for me to understand. You
1: know what I mean? <laughs> My husband's family is Irish and I love their Irish accent, but I'm no, like, yeah, I, when love I'm it like too. I have no fucking idea. Sometimes, what to sometimes me. <laughs> when they start rambling, I'm like, Yeah. Uh, um or like, have you ever yes. looked at the, the spelling like in like Gaelic? I'm like, that's just a yeah. bunch of consonants just smashed together. Yeah. I mm. cannot form a word out of that. And but like Obviously like, whatever, it is what it is. But like for her to say that, and then the thing that really bothered me about the video is that she's got this like maniacal look in her face, like this like satisfaction that she's taking and she's like smiling and smirking and she's so yeah. smug. And I'm like, yep. you look bananas, I've, you look I, insane. I was
0: thinking more stupid because she had this idea that she was being equal in retaliation. right? Like she was like you called me a bitch, right? Yeah, you being
1: a fucking bitch,
0: pointing out their race is racist. Like those two, therefore aren't making the you a bitch, bitch. Same thing. Like she's recording you because you're being racist, right? You're recording her because you're entitled, right? Not the same
1: thing. Totally like not Like you the same are thing. so
0: dumb, right? So dumb. I hate her because that's where that look comes from. She thought she had this right. like mm, I have the
1: upper hand, yep. you know.
0: Yeah. Lights.
1: Fuck off, Denise. Oh fuck. Oh, lovely. it's like Aqua. Yeah. Aqua. Um and what's crazy is like, you know, she lives on the west side of LA. I live on the west side of LA. I know exactly where that was. I know exactly where it was. I might have driven by it. <laughs> Maybe I'm not crazy.
0: I mean, but it's like literally down the street We from- do. It shouldn't be confrontational. Maybe we just like print a bunch of banners that just <laughs> stick them in the ground around her neighborhood. Feel like that's oh. not allowed. It's not, not in people's yards, but maybe on telephone poles. Have you seen this woman? Beware, she will attack your
1: race. (laughs) Oh, and here's another thing. Like after those videos went out about her, so many people have made like follow-up videos and put out other like posts about their interactions with her. And it's like, Denise, this is not a one-off because she's in the comments. Now she's in the comments of my video. was a bad day. Yeah, she's in the comments of my video being like, oh, she is, oh, she absolutely is. She just, she like, I woke up last night at like two o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom. I check my phone and she's oh, in the comments. Oh, right when I was going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts, she's like posting like, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have said those things. You guys didn't see what happened the day before. Uh, she told me the same things, blah, blah, blah. No, she didn't. No, she Bullshit. fucking didn't. No, she fucking didn't.
0: Again, she's saying the same things as being called a bitch.
1: She, no, she's full of shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry, but an immigrant with an accent, an Asian immigrant with an accent is, the likelihood of her telling a white person in the United States to go back to where they came from is very, very unlikely. It's very unlikely, and again, patterns of behavior. De- Denise has been shown all over the internet doing the same thing not just to Asian people but to black people. I think she did it to a southeast Asian person. She's done it multiple times and she makes a lot of people's lives a living hell in the, on that block. So who are we going to believe? The lady in the video who was calm and collected and just kept repeating you're breaking the law in California. There's a leash law in California who is completely calm or the woman who is aggressively you know hurling, you know racial racialized, you know language at an Asian woman putting her phone in her face. Also she's, I'm like, you're shoving your phone in her face. She's like, no, she's walking forward while I'm walking backwards. I'm like, you're walking backwards because she's walking forward, and you're trying to impede her from yeah. passing you. It you, sounds like, like she
0: thought that she, by saying that, she's like, "See, I'm on the defensive." It's yeah. like
1: we can all see what's Darvo, babe. Look it up. We all we're all familiar with the term. It's so now crazy. you're the victim. She told everybody where I live and my name. It's like no, she, no, didn't. she didn't. No, she didn't. She showed your face. You have a keychain with with their, your name on it. People saw it and were very quick and easy to find you. She didn't say shit about who you are. She didn't say shit about where you live she just said this is yeah. what happened
0: and two being called a bitch and being racist aren't the same different they are things not. but i don't even know if i believe denise that that asian woman even used the word uh, yeah i have my doubts on that i too. don't even believe that i have my doubts there to be too. honest
1: but one is 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 about her character and it's like yeah everybody knows you're a bitch so yeah you're a fucking bitch the other one is exactly it's racism <laughs> <laughs> they're different anyway fuck denise but in better light
0: was that 50 episode series that you mentioned earlier
1: risa tisa rocked the world i mean she when i first crazy. saw when i
0: first heard about risa tisa and i tried to watch her video she was at like 1.3 million followers and then like a day later i like the adhd took over and i was like i can't i can't right now so then a day later try to watch it again at that point she was at like 3.3 million followers i was like God's Christ, damn.
1: And what I found really interesting was like, not just like the story, the story is crazy. Like how this man like literally lied to her about everything, it's crazy. The story itself is nuts. But what I found so interesting was how antithetical, is that the word I'm looking for? It was to what everybody says is like the magic formula for TikTok, right? It's gotta be catchy, short. it's gotta be short, yeah. it's gotta be quick, you gotta get to the point. No. This was drawn out. Fifty for hours, five hundred yeah. or so minutes. That's what like eight hours. Epi- yeah, each one minutes? was like each video was like nine to ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so Holy long. Holy shit! That that is five hundred. I know, and people were riveted, could not stop watching, and it goes against everything, every single like, if you want to be successful on TikTok, you know whatever guru says, completely the opposite. I mean, in, in, the, in every possible way. Her, she's not a great storyteller. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying anything bad about her, but it was just like very matter of fact. So she, then what do
0: you think it was? Cause it was so crazy?
1: I think she hooked people with the title. Who the fuck did I marry? is like-
0: That was a very
1: catchy title. Right, and it, it sounds like a book. It sounds like, you know, like a, a book series or Like that you How to, read get, away like how to get Away With yeah, Murder. Yeah, like that. Who the fuck did I marry? Lights go dim, you know, lightning strikes. It's like, you know, the rain is pouring. It's like, oh my God, you know, it sounds like a horror or like a, you know, spy novel or like, you know, a dr- dramatic series or something like that. And then to hear the premise of like, and I think also because it's so relatable in that people are like, I wanna fall in love I wanna meet somebody that makes me feel special.
0: But not like this. But
1: that was the thing is like, she was so, and I think as a person who has ever dated, you oftentimes, or so often can very easily be like, yeah, that was kind of a red flag, but I'm gonna ignore it because the other, Uh, I I so badly want this to be true. I so badly want this, yeah. Yeah. It's so relatable. You overlook even not even just in romantic relationships, friendships?
0: friendships. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I so badly want this to be true. I so badly want to feel like this person really thinks I'm special, really yeah. wants to be in a relationship with me, wants to buy me a car, wants yeah. to buy me a home, wants to take me on these lavish trips. I wanna believe it so bad that I'm so willing to overlook the fact that I've never been to his work or that I've never met his family yeah. or that, you know, or like
0: he, anyone who has a VP position probably has a LinkedIn.
1: Right, right. Or like the craziest part is that he would fake phone calls. Did you hear about that? No. Oh I Only my got God. to the
0: second episode where um, she talks about the uh, flat tire that he bought her on the first date. Oh
1: yeah. Okay, this was maybe one of the crazier things is that every day he'd pick up his phone and be like, hello? Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, no, I'm just sitting here with with Ed. Yeah, we're we're filming the podcast right now. Oh, okay. Oh, so-and-so says hi. Ed says hi, back. Conversations for minutes, 45 minutes, pretending to be talking to his brother or to his coworker. I can't. I tried faking phone calls. I just now was like, what else do I say? Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) What do I sound like on a phone? But he would do it every day, multiple times a day to keep up this crazy charade. I mean, it's really crazy, but it's... I understand why it would be difficult to like go through if you know, the ADHD does kick in. I understand there were times where I like, I need a break. I need, I need a break because Wait, I, need- I didn't even
0: think about it until you said 500 minutes. And then I was like, Whoa, that is
1: over eight hours. I yeah. Like, Holy shit. It's a long time. I was like, Oh, this couldn't have happened at a better time. Cause I'm just sitting here in my room with nothing better yeah, to do. And I was like, crazy laid on me. Risa Tisa, what do you do next? I'm like, Oh my God, he did that. I'm like, Oh my God, that's crazy. But I'm what out happened of it. With London. Oh my God. It's too much to even talk about. Well, you well now she got a trip out of it. Did you hear that?
0: Well, I that's why I asked because um, a mutual of mine even made a video. They were like, "Hey, I want to send Risa Tisa to London, fully booked." And so that's I was like, "I need to know what London." Charlie Ginger did it. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: he like did a live with her and raised tons of money. She said, I think she went to London and Paris. I don't even. I don't know What happened with London? I'm assuming he Just like watch promised it. her a trip. Just watch it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, or everybody that might be watching it.
0: Okay. Let's all watch it. Eight hours.
1: <laughs> I mean, you so know, crazy. you can listen to it in the car. Yeah, you can true. listen. You know, you can put it in through your Bluetooth or whatever. Just, I don't want to spoil it, but you should. Just, it's it's pretty incredible.
0: Dang, I want. I do want to know how bad it is because, like, I've been through a pathological liar experience. I didn't date them. It was a friend oh, slash boss. Oh, really? Yeah, and like mine, <laughs> mine is crazy. It's it's a story. I I wonder if I told. you, I think I told you. It's the one that I'm. Tr- I've been trying to write a book about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this guy who like basically fooled the whole world. Well, got you like arrested. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, like you've the told biggest everybody. green yeah. Ponzi scheme in America, yeah. and like that motherfucker told me he like dated Kim Kardashian and was like engaged to Lauren Conrad and shit, and like those are the kind of things you talk about where you're like, I knew he was lying, kind of, but I was just kind of like, eh, I guess some people lie about weird things as a joke or something, you know? You like right. give passes, and then you're like. When everything comes out, you're like, oh, those are obvious red flags that I just blatantly justified.
1: Yeah. Just ignored completely. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Not even ignored. You just like, you like dress it up pretty to like make something else. It's called putting
1: lipstick on a pig. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. (laughs) Anyway, what do we have in store for the episode Speaking of
0: liars and just, you know, shitty people.
1: Mm-hmm. We have another Am I the Asshole Yay! today. I, those are always my favorite. You know why? Because it's not my drama. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I got enough.
1: I love just listening and to other people's drama. Other
0: people's drama doesn't always make me cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I'm going to read this one because it's nice and You started off. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for telling people it's rude to ask personal and intrusive questions to people you just met regarding being adopted? I mean, off the bat, Yeah. I'm adopted I'm Asian American and at an, and at new jobs people will ask me where I'm from when I tell them I was adopted from Seoul at four months people will then ask about my birth parents I find this extremely intrusive personal and rude I will try nicely to tell them that it's personal and I decline to answer I just started a new job and overheard people saying that I was an asshole that I, <laughs> I just started a new job and overheard people saying that I was an asshole. So am I the asshole or are they for asking personal questions to someone you just met? Like that's so intrusive. I think it's so rude. Like to ask about somebody's birth parents, like you don't know the conditions of their adoption. You don't know the circumstances from how they were adopted. Why do you feel like you're entitled to
0: know this stuff?
1: Yeah. And it's like, off the bat, like, hi, yo, where are you from? I'm adopted. Where about your birth? Parent? Like, do you, like, that's crazy to me. Like, it's, it's, it's so personal and it's so.
0: I know he's, um he's a little bit more controversial now, but back in the day when Dave Chappelle was good,
1: <laughs>
0: that alone statement was probably controversial.
1: Careful what you say about comedians. Anybody talks about comedians, people really get fucking pissed. Anyway, yeah. go on. But
0: Dave Chappelle used to have this one line or like this one joke where he used to joke about how white people, he'll like, he's like, my friend Chip, or like whatever he'll he's like he, he'll start a conversation and be like so I was banging my wife in the ass last night <laughs> and then and then Dave Chappelle's like but what like you know politically what are you? he's like whoa whoa you can't ask those right. kind of questions right right so it's just like I don't know why people think some things are appropriate maybe it's because they're like hey I'm okay talking about my parents and it's like another example of like those two things they're aren't not the same, the same. They yes couldn't they're be both more different. parents. But like you have parents that were in your lives for all you know, so many things could have happened. Who knows? Could have been a child of SA
1: or like they're dead or something happened. Like, you know what I mean? You, are, you have no idea. No idea. And like, and also again, this goes back to, to the the things that I always say is like, if they want you to know, they will tell you, right? Like having a conversation about like, Oh, you know, work or like whatever. Like having conversations is one thing when it's just like surface, right? Like surface level. But when you start asking people about their families or their backgrounds and things like that, I think I I maybe it's just me. I'm very quick to offer people like my I'm an open book. You want to yeah, you know, same. I'll I'll offer it before you even have to t- ask me. We'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to what is she about? Yeah. You know, so it's like if if they want to know, or like I understand curiosity. I understand being curious, especially if it's around something that you're unfamiliar with. Like I don't know that many adopted people. I really don't. I don't know much about what the process is like. I don't know much about, but I know that it's a very sensitive topic for most. So I'm not, I'm not going to do something to make somebody feel you know, that I'm not a safe person to be around or that I am gonna make you uncomfortable every time I see you or like yep. ask you intrusive questions that you might not be ready and you might not even know the answer to. You might not even know the answer to that and that alone could be triggering and traumatizing for somebody. Yeah. Oh, tell me about your birth parents. I don't know them. I've never met them. They left me, you know, you know, at a bus stop. Who knows? Like. You, that's such a like sensitive thing to broach with somebody and to just openly be like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. So tell me about your birth parents because I heard you were adopted. Like, fuck you. Yeah, what the You don't fuck? get to know shit. You not don't only know, you that, know but nothing. like
0: adoption isn't t- normally like a very happy-go-lucky thing for people. Right. It's filled with trauma, even if they're not right. traumatized. Well,
1: I think because society romanticizes adoption so much because it's always from the perspective oh, of the I adopter, see, yeah. not the adoptee yeah. or the parents that had to give up the child very rarely. It's like,
0: especially in this country where where we just think that like our country is like the shit and everyone wants to And
1: children are a commodity to be bought and sold, you know? And so like, it's always like this romanticized idea. Like we just wanted to give these, you know, needy children a good home. And so, you know, out of the goodness of our hearts, we open, and fine, fine. There are those people who do that, but nobody talks, or I don't hear enough conversations from the perspective of the adoptee. Yeah, It's always from the adopter.
0: Yeah, and then like, that's that's just part one. The other half is then to have the entitlement to then call someone who doesn't want to talk about their private lives an asshole. Right, right.
1: Like, I'm the asshole you because need? you were intrusive and I don't want to talk about it? Like, yeah. fuck
0: you. Like, it, again, it's an, it's steeped in trauma. So if they don't want to talk about, and like talk about their trauma with a stranger, right. that doesn't make them an asshole. That makes you an asshole because uh, even the most recent episode of Pot- Patterns of Patterns, Patterns of, patterns, of behavior. Patterns, of behavior. <laughs> patterns of behavior that I did was about this girl nice named. Nice
1: plug, by the way. Okay.
0: <laughs> Olivia Achikaitis. You started it. <laughs> um, Oli- Olivia Achikaitis, who was this girl that was adopted as like a two year old, I believe, from China. And her parents essentially adopted her. And I use the term indentured servant because the other word mm. m- is like historically has context in this country, even though her lawyer uses that word but they basically hired her to be an indentured servant. They oh, like you mean locked... adopted
1: her to be an indentured servant? What did
0: I say? You said hired. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Adop- yeah.
0: Adopted her to be an indentured servant as a child, locked her up in a basement dungeon with a bucket for a bathroom. Oh my God. To the point where their three biological children have complained about how much it smelled. Oh God. And then, um, oh, And then apparently even their sense. church member friends knew about it, but they just like wrote it off as in like, it's kept, their house. I well, can't. I don't well want.
1: I don't want to be. In, well, they kept telling be...
0: everyone that she had behavioral issues, as if a two-year-old could have behavioral issues to the point that justifies locking them in a dungeon with a bucket.
1: That's crazy. That's so fucking sad.
0: And then, no matter time, how many times she got away, the police like um, didn't do anything about it until she was fifteen. So, like, imagine that's who you asked yeah. about your birth parents. You know what I mean? Like, and then the, she's not. Oh, I'm getting angry. Okay, so yeah, don't ask people intrusive questions and then call them an asshole for not wanting to explain mm-hmm. it to you, especially as a stranger. Like, I don't know, where are you oh. from? You know, Am I the asshole for putting meat in a tofu dish? Mm. Like Mapo tofu? Yeah, that Delicious. normally has meat. Yeah. Okay. This happened at a potluck. I brought a dish that was tofu stir fried with minced pork. Sounds like Mapo tofu. Mm. Ginger and spring onions, similar to Mape Mapo, mapo tofu, tofu, but not spicy. Everything was fine, except when someone asked me if my dish was halal. I said, no, it has pork. That's when Jen overheard and freaked out that she ate meat. And it turns out a lot of other vegetarians ate my dish, assuming it was vegetarian. For the rest of the party, I've had so many people, including non-vegetarians, tell me I'm an asshole for putting meat in a vegetarian dish. But this is a dish I grew up with. Tofu for me is just an ingredient, not strictly a meat substitute. Also, no one asked me if my dish was vegetarian. So am I the asshole here or are people just overreacting? Edit. Since so many people are asking, nothing was labeled. I just left the dish on the buffet table along with the rest of the dishes. There were many other meat dishes, about 20 people at the party, four were vegetarian. No one asked about my dish except for the person asking if it was halal.
1: No, you're not the asshole. This is a problem, like westernized, like veganism and vegetarianism, you know, meat tofu is used as a meat substitute. substitute. Not for us, nope. like she said, it's an ingredient. I've had, I think that there are more dishes with meat and tofu in my mother's like r- cooking repertoire, than there are just just, just tofu by itself.
0: Yeah, like uh, anyone who's eaten like kimchi jjigae or yeah. army stew knows that there's yeah. hella meat yeah. in there. Yeah, my mom and puts tofu. My
1: mom puts tofu in and, and like pork or chicken in her mandu and like her dumplings. Like it's yeah. not. It, I think it's probably maybe more like a filler. In that it helps kind of extend the the meat, you know what I mean? Because it kind of gives like this similar texture. Like I put it in my I put tofu in my lasagna. I, I
0: ate, also put like
1: you know yeah. turkey sausage in it with it.
0: I don't I don't know how Indian people feel about this, but I put tofu in my chicken tikka masala.
1: Do whatever you want. it's, yeah. your, it's your mouth. Yeah, you're you know mostly like,
0: for my out, not because and, I'm like oh I'm a culinary revolutionist. No, and no.
1: and no, you're not an asshole. If, if did everybody did they ask everybody else that was their fault for assuming. Yeah. It's like if you're a vegetarian and then to
0: call a cultural difference an asshole, right?
1: Exactly, that's crazy. Right. Exactly, and like my sister has daughters who have really bad allergies, and obviously vegetarianism and allergies are two very different Just things. But if there is something that you can't or don't want to eat, it is your responsibility to find out if it's in there. That's It's not the responsibility of the person making it. Like if you asked, yeah. I would have told you. Now if she had lied and said, no, there's no meat in it, yes, then that makes you an asshole. Yeah. But there, she didn't, she didn't, they didn't even ask her.
0: Yeah. And for her, again, because it's a cultural difference, maybe she didn't realize that all these people were going to assume that tofu was only used as a meat substitute. Right. So, like, when people are like, was it labeled? Was it labeled? I'm assuming there's like that little bit of reasoning why they're questioning it. No, she's not an asshole. You're the asshole. Yeah. And also, this reminds me of all the people who are like, if you want to make tofu taste good, and the Asian people are like, you've um, so been mad. doing that for like hundreds of years. I fucking Shut hate up. that shit.
1: Yeah. I hate when people do that. Okay, you read it. I don't want to read. It. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for packing my kid and quote, inappropriate lunch? This is already triggering me.
1: I can imagine. I know I know what road this is going down. I'm should to put my seatbelt on. Seatbelt
0: <laughs> Emotional seatbelt.
1: Yep. I, 34
0: or female, have a five-male son who attends preschool. A few hours after I picked him up from school today, I got a phone call from his teacher. She made absolutely no effort to sound kind when she, in an extremely rude and annoyed tone, in an extremely rude and annoyed tone. Told me. Annoyed to, tone. It's hard to say. <laughs> I don't know why. Told me to stop packing my son, son such, quote, disgusting and inappropriate lunches. I felt absolutely appalled when she said this, as me and the teacher have up until now always maintained a friendly relationship. Whew. She added that the lunches I'm packing my son are, quote, very distracting for the other students and have an unpleasant odor. Oh God. I told her that I understand her concerns as the lunches I pack are definitely not the healthiest, but the lunches are according to my son's preferences. The usual lunch that I send him to school with is small celery sticks with blue cheese and goat cheese, kimchi and spam. We are Korean and he absolutely adores this dish. The spicy Doritos marinated in, marinated in sriracha. I know, I know, but he deserves a snack and I don't put that many chips in the baggie.
1: You don't, I, you don't have to, you know, make excuses. You can do whatever yeah. you want.
0: I ended the call by saying that I very much appreciated her worries, but at the end of the day, I am not going to drastically change my son's lunches all of a sudden, and that it's not my fault if other students are distracted by his meal. It is very important to me what my son enjoys, and I want him to like my lunches. The teacher sent an email to me an hour ago saying that my response was unacceptable and that his lunches are just, quote, too inappropriate to be sent to school any longer. I haven't responded yet and don't want to. I want to maintain a healthy relationship with my son's teachers. I am confused as to what to do. Am I the asshole? No. And escalated to the fucking school board because that's discrimination.
1: That's period. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Or, you know. Yeah, I, uh, hold on, let me collect my thoughts. Makes a so cultural mad. dish
0: is disgusting. Oh no, that An teacher needs to be fired.
1: Inappropriate is not sending lunch for your kid. Inappropriate is sending things that you know your kid doesn't want to eat and the kid goes hungry because you're trying to placate the fucking, yeah. you know, if, the other kids in class. If like, for no, like a that's week,
0: inappropriate. your child opened their lunch and it was just full of Doritos the whole week, maybe that's inappropriate you know what i mean like there's no substance there your choice still being fed well like at least it might be a little
1: understandable and also kimchi, like what a missed opportunity sharing? for the teacher to to say like yeah all right we have some variations in this class let's talk about these foods like the smells are so unusual i've never smelled anything like that before let's talk about what this is what did you bring for lunch oh kimchi i've never had kimchi tell me what 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 about it have you guys eaten
0: pickles before? Oh, Jimmy and Susie and Tom, you have pickles right. in your lunch. Well, it's not that, t- oh, look at
1: that. Now they're not being- um, Right. Like you're just missing an opportunity to help, number one, make a kid who probably is feeling, you know, left out or, you know, isolated or ostracized feel better. But you're also missing an opportunity to actually educate the kids that are around him. And that's your fucking job. Literally, your fucking job. teacher. Literally Teach them,
0: bitch. Other than something than
1: ignorance. I say bitch a lot during the podcast. You know why? Because I have to hold back saying, Bitch on my fucking
0: TikToks.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet it
0: wasn't the blue cheese she was talking about because that shit's stanky.
1: I love blue cheese I so it. much. I'm not surprised that but you hate still it. still wouldn't call someone it's eating it so disgusting. Good. I love the stinky Stilton. It's my favorite. Yeah.
0: So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Smelly food and smelly
1: food, but apparently there's some. Or here's the thing grow up. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. Foods smell different. And they are sometimes more pungent or less pungent. But sh- Also, it's 2024, and kimchi is like one
0: of the most beloved things right. amongst even Almost white ubiquitous, people. ubiquitous, I would say. It's yeah. on like
1: so many menus. I see it everywhere. Everywhere. Now. Yeah. They sell it at Whole Foods, Whole Foods they sell it at Trader Joe's. not even Bond. Whole Foods. They
0: sell it at like
1: Ralph's. Walmart yeah. has it. Like, it's everybody's eating it. Yeah. It's good if for your If Walmart gut, is it. more cultured than you are, there's a problem. Ooh, am I the asshole for giving skincare to my 13-year-old niece? I mean, she has All skin. skin like, lady. what's the fucking problem? <laughs> yeah, I'll give her some. Anyway, so long story short, I'm a 27-year-old woman with a niece who is now 13 years old. Long story, my sister is much older than me. Okay. For her birthday, I went to the Korean skincare store and got her a little care package with fun bub- fun bubbling or animal face Face masks, night creams, mist, a little serum in a cool-looking bottle, a cleanser, and sunscreen. My sister got mad and said that I was pressuring her to conform to beauty standards. She said that the animal masks and cute bottles are fun, but the inclusion of night cream and sunscreen could make my daughter already feel pressure to not age at thirteen. I see it as a fun way of ensuring good skin habits at an early age, considering most start their routines way too their routines way too young. I think we mean way too late. Yeah, um, and I see it as a cute girly gift that she might enjoy. But my sister says thirteen year olds are too young, and we shouldn't, and she shouldn't be worrying about aging. Am I the asshole? Good skincare and sunscreen is not about only aging; it's about preventing cancer and pre- preventing damage to your skin. And like, you know, you say what I mean? the
0: same thing about brushing your teeth. Yeah. No, <laughs> no.
1: I'm afraid that you're giving her a complex about not having cavities. Like Like
0: she shouldn't be worrying about bad breath at such an early age. Like you sound so uneducated.
1: Yeah. And also like good skincare habits is something like you were saying, people start way too late and it's like, they're like, Oh, what can I do? And I'm like, um, you should have been doing it. And also the thing is, how do I get
0: rid of these dark spots? You should have started when you were like "Hmm, 13 to avoid things happening.
1: And also like the truth of the matter is, is skincare is part of just people's lives, right? Skincare, and, and maybe I'm biased, you know, cause I do have my own line of skincare, 410 Beauty. Um, <laughs> I guess we're both plugging <laughs> shit today. <laughs> um, But it's, it's good for your health. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's prevention is really, really important when it comes to your skin, especially the, the skin on your face. And the thing is, is cell turnover and things like that, start, you know, slowing down as you get older. And like 13 is a good time to start implementing good habits. Washing and cleansing your face, moisturizing your face. This is not about anti-aging. It's yep. about,
0: you know, healthcare. Yep. Do you make your children brush their teeth before their adult teeth grows in? Because then I could equally be like, what's the point? Why are right. you making them feel insecure? They're going to get new teeth anyway. Like, right?" See
1: how stupid it sounds? Good habits.
0: Ooh, she long one.
1: Oh my God. This is like- Am
0: I the asshole for letting my husband leave and ruining mother-in-law's family photos? Ooh, this sounds juicy. I, 27 female, have been married to my husband, 29 male for five years. My husband has a big, ooh family, four sisters and a brother, and they are all very close. Sister-in-laws visit mother-in-law at least once a week and help out things like house cleaning and gardening. We visit them a couple times a month, and my mother in law calls my husband at least twice a week. I've never really had a problem with my in laws, other than mother in law and GIL, assumingly grandmother in law, being a bit cold to me when we got engaged because they wanted my husband to settle down with a Korean girl.
1: Oh, the family's Asian.
0: The male family's Asian.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts, go on. (laughs)
0: But I like to think they've warmed up to me. So today we went over to my mother-in-law's house since we were told the whole family would be there for a nice dinner. We dressed up as my mother-in-law expects whenever she says it will be a quote, nice get together. We were visiting with his siblings and their spouses, but mother-in-law announced that she had a photographer coming over and she wanted to do family photos in the garden. Like that should have been communicated before. We were taken aback as we hadn't been told about any photos, but went with it. It's not unusual for mother-in-law to spring things on us. So we socialized until the photographer got there. Then everyone started going out back to get ready for the photos. Holy shit, that's a lot of pee.
1: That's so much pee, <laughs> and then he just stepped right in it. Well, no wonder you are uncomfortable.
0: Mother-in-law asked to speak to me for a moment, so my husband went out without me. I figured she'd tell me to change my hair or take off my lipstick as it's common for her to micromanage my appearance. Ugh, this poor girl. Insta- instead, she told me she wanted me to wait inside. <gasps> oh.
1: That's so oh. fucking rude.
0: <gasps> I was taken aback like Susie is. Oh (laughs) my
1: God. And
0: asked if it was just going to be the immediate family. She said no. (gasps) She was going to hang these up in her house and wanted to make sure they gave off a quote, good image.
1: Oh my God, that's so rude.
0: (laughs) I asked her what that meant and she said she wanted the picture to have serious family members in it.
1: Oh my God. She's just
0: beating around the bush. And that I should just wait inside. What a fucking bitch. I just nodded oh. and left for the bathroom before I started crying. Sister in law two had brought had brought her boyfriend of seven months, and my brother in law and sister in law four must be a big family. Jesus Christ. Had both brought their spouses of four and two years, who I assumed were going to be in the pictures. I tried to hold it together in the bathroom. After about 10, I heard my husband calling for me. I came out to find him storming through the house, mother-in-law chasing after him. This is playing out like a K-drama. It really is. With sister-in-law one, both shouting in Korean. He said we were leaving, good for him, and dragged him out with his mother yelling at us. He didn't talk on the way home. He shuts down when he's angry, relatable. So I don't know what happened, but my sister-in-laws and mother-in-law are messaging me that I ruined the family photos and that I have broken my mother-in-law's heart as she was dreaming of these photos of her family. Oh, no. Of her beloved children. Even my youngest sister-in-law, who's usually chummy with me, is saying I should have convinced my husband to go back. What? Bitch, <laughs> what? The youngest one is usually the most progressive. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know what to do. I've tried so hard to get them to like me. Her not wanting me in the photos hurt, but maybe I should have just told him to finish no. the photos. No, no. I did nothing to try and stop him, and I feel bad that I was crying like a baby and couldn't even talk to my husband. Am I the asshole for crying and letting my husband just leave?
1: What do you think I'm going to say? No. No. I cannot believe that she'd be like, wait inside. We're going to take these photos with, we're going to take family photos without you. Like that is so, (sighs) you know. Cause the other option could have been,
0: hey, we take family photos. Hey, my children come in this photo with me for a separate phone. Yeah, we
1: do that all the time. Like my parents and just, you know, me and my sisters or my parents and just the grandkids, or, you know, just, you know, you, you of course you separate them out because, you know, you have different family units within your family. But you don't say, "All right, everybody and except you, white girl." You say the fucking. Well, that's, that's oh, what that's what I want to ask.
0: I, it's, it kind of seems like she's the only
1: possibly non-Korean in the family. I wish it was more specific, but my guess is is that is is exactly that. And I'm gonna be just totally candid and honest here. I dated a Korean guy and broke up with him because of his mother. She was a fucking bitch. She told me that I was too fat to date her son. I was. <laughs> Too unaccomplished to be her son. I was a freshman. Look at me now. I was a sophomore in college. What? Already. What should you have accomplished? I don't know. (laughs) She didn't like that I wasn't a pre-med student. And like, I was like, I can't, I can't deal with it. Like, like her comments about my weight were constant. That's so. Constantly talking about my weight. And like, I, I was a sophomore in college. So I just, it was like my second year away from home. So like, you know, everybody gains a little bit of weight, but I was by no means, and even if I was, even if I was, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, by the end of college, I had like 50 pounds to lose. So like,
1: <laughs> And like, who cares? Yeah. Um, And I just like was so young, but he was already talking about like getting married. I was like 19. He was already talking about like getting married and like where we would live and we would live, you know, near his parents. I was like, yeah, I'm, fucking ejector seat i gotta go like there's no fucking way also I, I was so young but i was just like there's no way there's no fucking way he was the only son of these korean doctors he had a sister she was a fucking bitch you know and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> i was like no i don't want any part of this fucking family i don't want any yeah. and i was so unaccustomed to being around korean mothers of boys and men i was just like oh and not all, relax.
0: My mom's not like that. But a My lot. My mom's only abusive to
1: me. <laughs> That's good to know. Um, but I was just like, I can't. And so it doesn't, it does not surprise me to hear that the mother-in-law would say something just so outrageous. That's crazy. I want to know where they live. Couple things. I want to know the rest of the family. You mean like I go to know their house?
0: No, 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 no. Like, what area of the country? <laughs> okay, do you you like know? a drive by? <laughs> no, because like, is it if it's in L.A. Like, that's even wilder. You know, dude. Um, yeah. Well, but that your your boyfriend's, yeah. He was, yeah. They in lived LA in like too.
1: Pasadena or something. Oh, wow. La Cunada? More like that. He's a doctor now. I hope he's doing well. He was a really nice guy. I feel bad. I mean, like, he was a really, really nice guy, but like. I can't even imagine what my life would be like if those were my in-laws. Like mm-mm.
0: Like 1000 brownie points to the
1: husband though. Yeah, of course. You married the right one. Not the right mom-in-law, but. Mm-mm. I'm going to read this short one. <laughs> I don't like reading the long ones. I get lost. Am I the asshole for ignoring my best friend because her boyfriend is racist to me? Uh no. <laughs> The end. Very uh, easy. I don't know why I, have, I don't know why you wrote more, but it seems superfluous, but let's find out more. I, I female one. 17, live in the South. Okay, well, then they... <laughs> <Yep>. The end.. <laughs> Again. So as an Asian, I've faced a lot of casual racism like this, and on, a, on one occasion, been threatened on the street. One of my friends, female 17, boyfriend, male 19, have on two occasions said that I eat cats and dogs. I've told my best friend who is white on multiple occasions, the racism I've faced and how it affected me. The first time her boyfriend was racist to me, she took it a little more seriously, but ended up brushing it under the rug when he gave the excuse. That's how his friends joke. He doesn't even have any Asian friends. The second time it happened yesterday and she didn't even try to excuse his actions. And I could tell she was making a joke out of it. The only thing besides that was an I'm sorry, an I'm sorry message. A little emoji. I'm sorry, heart, heart, or something like that. But that was right after she made a joke of it. And knowing her, this wasn't a serious message. Okay. And knowing her, this wasn't. This whole thing was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. So I wanted to distance myself from her for a while, but I'm worried I might be overreacting. She's not taking it seriously and is making me feel like I'm victimizing myself. I feel like I shouldn't have to take this from one of my best friends after years of racism, but I guess technically it's not, it's her boyfriend doing the stereotyping. I really do love her, but I just think this is a little weird. Am I the asshole for wanting to ignore my best friend for ignoring her boyfriend's comments about me? No. No. Look, if it makes you feel uncomfortable and it makes you feel, you know, a certain type of way and she's your friend, for her to like not give a shit and brush it off because of some fucking 19 year old boy, like no. That's no fucking yeah. friend. The whole point of about a, racism, like yeah. it's not about like, oh, I wanted to go to to Sonic and he didn't want. Is that a place? Is, yeah, yeah. Did I just make that up? Okay, that's a place, right? <laughs> and he wanted to go to Burger King and so we fought. I, I don't know why I said it. It's just like it just popped in my head. Do they even do we even have those in California?
0: I don't know. I've never eaten that <laughs> I've one, never eaten even that one though either. I've been places where there are. Um, East Coast and down south. So that was probably like pretty.
1: Oh, East Coast and downtown. Okay, so maybe that's why subconsciously I know that. Um, but like, no, you don't voice a concern about your friend's boyfriend being racist to you and have it be ignored and be like, well, I guess I guess I shouldn't. No, she's not your friend. Fuck, fuck, fuck
0: both of them. Yeah, a friend is supposed to validate you, not invalidate you Or at know?
1: the very least, listen to your concerns, especially if it's something that she herself has never experienced. Yes. And be like, you know, I don't know anything about what you go through. So tell me more about it so that I can come to some kind of understanding and I and I can act accordingly. But if it's just like, oh, he's just joking.
0: But this should be relatable for everyone outside of just, you know, multicultural people because a lot of kids do this. Yeah. Where they will literally throw away their friends to try to impress the person that they like. And like those people are never trustworthy. Mm -mm. They will throw you under the bus for anything. As someone who lived in an area that was highly microaggressively racist and had a lot of these type of friends, let me just save you the heartache, cut her loose now, make new friends because you don't want to be 30 and being like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just realizing all my friends fucking suck. Yeah. And then having to start over.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Save yourself that. All right. One more. But it's a little long.
1: Do you know how heartbroken I am that um, he won't sit with me and go to sleep?
0: I think it's just a one-off today.
1: Archibald, our relationship has changed. <laughs> I feel very devastated right now. Are you wearing your harness because you're a baby? I can go to sleep. Cha-cha. Good night. Oh, good boy. There we go. I think it was
0: the pee. He just kept being like,
1: "I don't know where to pee." Oh, see now. He peed he's for like a minute relaxed. while I was talking.
0: Am I the asshole for not letting my daughter go over to my sister-in-law's house after her kids dumped my daughter's bindi bag? I, 40 female, am South Asian, and my husband, quote, Luke, 42 male, and the rest of his family are white. We have a beautiful daughter. Let's just, let's call her Amara, 14 female, who has decided to start wearing bindis in day-to-day life two months ago. Oh, bindi. Bindi's the... Before anyone asks, no, I did not pressure her into this decision. This was all on her own, and I don't even wear Bindi's daily. I helped her buy a Bindi bag. I helped her buy a Bindi bag, and Amara had carried it around with her whenever she'd be gone from home for more than a day ever since. The only thing I know about Bindi is that it's Indian.
1: Yeah, and that Gwen Stefani culturally appropriated them. That's, like she
0: did everything else. If it's but. South Asian or Japanese, when she Stefani wants it. <laughs> it, she already did it. Let me have it. Last weekend, I let Amara go to my sister-in-law. Let's call her Bree. Forty-five females' house. Bree has two kids. Let's call them Danielle, fifteen female, and Chase, thirteen male. A lot of a lot of names. Saturday afternoon, Amara called me crying and told me that Danielle and Chase have been teasing her about the dots on her forehead since Friday. That morning, Danielle and Chase had grabbed the bag out of her room and dumped it into the pool as a prank. Oh, God. It sank to the bottom, and since Amara can't swim, she wasn't able to grab it. They probably knew that. That's her, co- their cousin? Yeah. Sounds like very intolerant cousins. Amara went to Bree and told her what happened, and Bree took Danielle and Chase aside, saying it was kids being kids and that they did Amara a favor with what the fuck i comforted my daughter over the phone and i went to go pick her up soon after amara said she didn't want to be at brie's house anymore once i got there i helped amara put her bag into the trunk before going to brie to confirm the story brie confirmed it and doubled down on what she had said i was irritated at that, and soon left with Amara. When we got home, I told Luke what happened, and he suggested not having Amara go over Bree's house until Bree apologizes for saying that the kids did Amara a favor by throwing her bindi bag into the pool, and the kids apologize for the incident itself. I agreed with that being a good idea, but checked to make sure Amara was okay with it first. Amara said that she doesn't even want to see her cousins or aunt nowadays. I don't blame her. So I sent Brie a text explaining that Amara wouldn't be coming over until they all apologized. Good. I didn't even get a response at first. But when I did, Brie was telling me that was unfair and that I was punishing her and her kids over a dumb prank. Way to gaslight. I just replied that I just want an apology for my daughter and that should be a simple request. Literally. A three-year-old Tommy apologized for- I'm not sorry. Well, apologize and sound- Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Bree didn't reply back, but my mother-in-law ended up calling me and telling me that I was horrible (laughs) for not letting Bree see her niece and that both Amara and I needed to go get over the incident when I explained Amara doesn't want to be around Bree or her kids either. Luke is on my side with this, but my mother-in-law won't stop texting about how I need to just let this go And let bygones be bygones. Of course. Of course. I hate when the people who should be apologizing uses that term, bygones.
1: I'm not a big fan of forced apologies um, just because I I find them to be kind of hollow and just kind of like, you know, whatever. Um, So whenever my kids do something that I think is deserving of giving an apology over, I am very... I make sure that they understand the situation, the circumstances and why they should feel sorry for what they've done. I don't like the say you're sorry. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, and I think I think Brie herself could use a little bit of an explanation as to why this was so hurtful. Because because here's the thing. I think people like Brie and her kids have never experienced something like that. So to them, it's like, what's the big deal? It was just like a thing. It's like, no. It'd this be like if very... they
0: stole, like, put my like uh, t shirt in there. It's like, right? Not no, the same
1: thing. this is a culturally culturally significant thing yep. to myself and to my daughter, and she is now really trying to embrace her cultural, you know, whatever her, her cultural. What am I trying to say? Appreciation. Um, her, her cultural traditions and you know rituals, or no, I don't say rituals. I, yeah, her culture, thank you. She's trying to like embrace her cultural identity. And, you know, when people literally just throw it away, that's very hurtful to her because it's, it's hard enough to want to do that. It's not to, just a bag. Right, it means something to her. And that's, and also here's the thing, Bree. like why can't you put your wrap your head around like, why is she so upset about this? Maybe there's more to it than I think. And maybe it's not just as simple as just my kids playing a prank. Why is it so hard for somebody to think like critically and think maybe beyond my realm of, of reality and my scope of you know my lived experience, maybe this is beyond that. So why don't I just shut the fuck up and listen and understand why my niece doesn't wanna to come to my house. If my niece, if one of my nieces said that they no longer wanted to come to my house, I would wanna know why. And I would want to do everything I could to fix whatever it was was broken because that to me is like one of the most painful things I could hear. I love my nieces and my nephew so much. And to know that they don't want to be around me would break my fucking heart. And I would want to know what I could do. I want to fix it immediately. And if it has something to do with my kids, they need to fix it immediately. Whatever it is, we got to fix it.
0: I bet Bree uses Amara.
1: I can't be racist. I have a niece who's Indian. She wears one of those dots Yep. doesn't even know what the, the, the bindi means and why it's significant. Clearly not, because she
0: didn't correct her children when they made fun of her
1: cousin. And even if it wasn't a culturally significant item, you don't throw your cousin's shit in the pool. Or That is unacceptable too. When
0: anyone, especially a child, is visibly upset, don't gaslight them. Yeah. Try to understand why. You have
1: every right to be upset.
0: And even if it was something that wasn't that big of a deal to you, it clearly was to them. And if you actually right. cared about them as a human being, you would want them to not feel that way, which just says very loudly that none of them, right. other than her parents, care about Amara right. or the mother's like identity.
1: And hey, you little shitbags, don't gang up on your cousin. She comes to our house, she is our guest in our home and you guys are gonna gang up on her and throw her shit in the pool, you're grounded. No more iPads, no more fucking phone, no more fucking Robux, and no more fuck that, fuck all that. Nope.
0: Which is crazy because I bet if Bree's God. children were bullied because you know that's what her children did to her cousin, um, she'd probably be having a conniption fit and if someone told her I to, want to talk let, to the let principal bygones right
1: be bygones,
0: now. she would flip a shit. Of course she would. Fuck off.
1: Freeze a bitch. Ooh, we have a juicy one for the Patreon.
0: Um, that's gonna be all of the am I the Assholes for today, unless you're a part of our Patreon, at which point we have a special am I the Asshole for you. Ooh, so exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Go on over there. Go to the Patreon. These are fun. But also um, for those of you that are listening. And not watching, and even those that are watching probably have been confused today. Archie would not stay still, and then mm-hmm. Ron would take him off camera and try to like get him to pee and stuff, and then he wouldn't. And then like 40 minutes later, he literally peed for like two minutes while I was reading. one
1: I, I was shocked post. that there was so much pee in that tiny body. And now he is knocked the fuck out because yeah. that was exhausting. Because like
0: two minutes before that even happened, Susie was like, you know, I feel some type of way that Archie isn't sleeping with me today. She even jokingly was like, you've changed. It makes me
1: sad. <laughs> what, what happened? I thought we had a thing going.
0: He was like, I just had to really piss. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I haven't been able to concentrate
1: oh i love
0: him yeah so much um because if you remember what happened earlier today which hopefully this is going to be a clip on social media archie will literally risk dying falling (laughs) from six feet high up to get to his aunt susie so he loves me so much
1: i (laughs) love him too
0: obviously it was the pee time
1: oh my god but like he like held it for a really long time don't I'm punish so yourself Proud of you we good boy such a
0: big boys anyway stop growing also he's not growing much he's <laughs> not. you're gonna be okay it is it's just um, in comparison but um i'm pretty sure he's still like around five pounds so. <laughs> on that note Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us, that we do have a video version available on YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring the notification bell. Ding. Wow, that was very soulful (laughs) ding.
1: Otherwise, thank you for watching us. Make sure you follow us on our socials. You can find me at sujo one on TikTok and Instagram.
0: I'm at etch a sketch with the J on everything. This little guy is on Instagram at Archie and Colt. That's spelled out A and D Colt. Otherwise, thank you for listening. And if you do not already belong and subscribe to our Patreon, I don't know if those are even the right words to say. But if you aren't (laughs) on our Patreon make sure you join us on our Patreon so you can help keep this podcast as sustainable as possible so we can continue to keep making another 50 episodes. Wow, that sounds daunting. But um, we do have some special content for you on there, including today for a special Am I the Asshole. Otherwise, thank you for joining us. Joining us, and we will see you on the next one. Okay, okay, bye. bye.
1: Now he's tired. Now that it's over. Okay, bye. He's like, leave me alone. I'm (laughs) sleeping, you dick. Yeah, he's like, I hate you.